yesterday I scrapped a podcast episode before I even published it. I've only done that a couple of times in the last five years. Today I'm going to tell you why I scrapped that podcast episode and what it has to do with some recent Uber rides. What's happening, podcasters? I'm Brian Ensminger. This is 1000 Podcasters, and I want to see you be incredibly successful with your podcast. Today I'm going to talk about why I scrapped a recent podcast episode without even publishing it. Over the last five years, I've really only scrapped a couple of episodes, and typically those were because there was something that changed with the guest's security concerns. Uh, a lot of times I interview people who are overseas, and security is maybe a bit tenuous, and after the interview, something changed, and they were concerned for security. So for security reasons, I didn't publish those up. Almost never had to scrap an episode because of content. Even when I had a guest where there was significant editing that had to go into making it useful, I was still able to salvage those. But yesterday, I scrapped an episode of this show for, for this particular reason. And I'll share with you the reason in just a minute. But the reason this is coming up is because of a recent experience. I went on my first Uber ride last week. I was on a business trip for work in Chicago, and we now have an agreement where we can get Uber rides on our corporate cards. So rather than renting a car and paying for parking and all kinds of crazy stuff like that, got an Uber. I actually ended up taking a total of three Uber rides. And what was interesting is I saw some really strong parallels between Uber and Uber drivers and podcasts and podcasters. So if you think about Uber, in a lot of ways, the ride that you're taking is essentially a commodity. It's just like a podcast on a topic where the topic, the information is in a lot of ways a commodity. There are a lot of people that can teach you about podcasting. There are a lot of people that can teach you a variety of things. There are lots of people that can tell jokes. But what makes every single Uber ride different isn't the ride necessarily. A lot of times it's the driver and the experience that they provide. And I had three very different experiences riding in Ubers over the last week. One of them showed up in a, a relatively late model Crown Victoria. It's a car that's been discontinued. It was an old cop car. And he talked to me about that kind of car and the, the value of that car for him as a driver. As it turns out, the air conditioning was out that day. Didn't really matter because it wasn't hot. But, you know, there were some challenges that came with that. And that was the experience that he was providing. He was focused on the value of the car and getting value for money as a driver. Totally get that. The next person that I rode with, she had a, a newer car. It was a, a Kia. And it was a relatively nice car, but it wasn't kept up all that well. It was a little bit messy. But she had a lot of great conversation about downtown Chicago and some of her experiences there. So we talked about those kind of things. A very different experience, even though, again, the ride was essentially a commodity. It was just getting me from where I was to where I was going. The third ride was actually back in Nashville on my way home. I ended up in a ride with a gentleman in a newer car. It was a, it was a Honda. I don't remember the exact model. It was a, a small SUV, a small uh, sport utility vehicle. And it was really well kept. It was actually a very nice car. And as far as Uber rides so far... <laughs> It was the winner. The other two were okay cars, but this one was actually really nice. And we talked about some of the things that he was interested in. He's done some work with the United Nations around policy and some stuff like that. So I was able to ask him some really intriguing questions for things that interested me. But the really interesting thing, as I think back on that, was that each one of those drivers had a set of expectations for the kind of experience that they were going to provide their riders. The ride itself is the commodity, but the conversation, the ride experience, the car, all of those kind of things, each one of them had a little bit different focus. And it's the same for you. As a podcaster, in many ways, 
the podcast itself, the medium, and in some ways the content, the actual topics that you talk about or the things like that, are in a lot of ways kind of a commodity. There are a lot of places that people can go for learning or for entertainment. And so if they're looking for those things, that part is the commodity. But the part that isn't is the kind of experience that you have decided to provide your listeners, whether it's the depth of your research or your approach to it or how you tell a joke or the audio production of your show, any piece of that. That's the experience that you're providing. And while just like Uber, I think there are a lot of in a lot of ways some minimum standards that podcasts need to meet. For example, you need to be able to hear people. You need to be able to hear the conversation. It you don't need to be writing your volume. Like I've I've got some preferences, and also you know you need to de- you need to deliver a file that they can actually download and listen to. Okay, beyond those very minimum requirements of making sure people can actually hear you, and providing a a downloadable file, the rest of that experience is really up to how you want to approach it. And the episode that I created yesterday didn't meet my standards. And so I didn't publish it, but I want to camp there for just a second because I see a lot of people, especially brand new podcasters who maybe haven't launched in their, their show yet, maybe haven't even recorded an episode or if they have, they've maybe recorded a bunch and they've never published one because they just can't get them to where they want. I'd like to point out that there's a difference in, in your standards for what you can produce and your aspiration. You should always have two, in my mind, you should always have two different goals in mind. One is your aspiration, the thing that you want to get better on, the way, the way that you want to produce better, the way that you want to be funnier or tell stories better or produce your audio better, any of those kinds of things. You should always have an aspiration, but you should always have whatever your minimum standard threshold is for the actual quality of the show. When I think about what I recorded yesterday, audio quality was fine, but I didn't feel like I was really delivering the information experience that I wanted you to have. I, even though the content I shared was good, I didn't feel like I had a good enough perspective and a differentiated enough perspective to make it valuable to you to take your time out to listen to my show instead of some other show. So rather than waste your time, I chose to sideline myself for a day. I, I didn't have time to re-record, so I just chose to not publish that episode Publishing on a calendar and a schedule is important. It really is. Otherwise, you can go weeks and months without publishing. But publishing just to hit a calendar, you might need to rethink that. And this is for you to decide. that When you think about your priorities, you're always going to have trade-offs between the amount of effort that it takes to produce something, the quality that you want to publish, and then meeting your production schedule. And it's always up to you to meet those. Yesterday, I made the call to sideline myself for a day and to to skip another day. I'd already skipped a couple of days over the weekend just to recuperate from the travel. Not my ideal, but it was what I needed to do. I skipped another day and you can judge whether or not that was the right call. I think that it was. Maybe you disagree and that's okay. But here's the next question. This is the call to action for you. I'd like for you to comment one of two things. Either one, have you ever skipped an episode? And if so, why did you do that? And two, if you were ever to skip an episode on purpose, What do you think would make you make that call to skip instead of re-record or instead of publishing whatever you're at? Go ahead and leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you and hear your perspective on this. I've only got one voice, but you've you've got opinions as well, and I'd like to hear from you about this. Now, if you found this valuable, if you think this is valuable to you or maybe to somebody else, I'd like you not only to comment like I asked, but also consider sharing this show with somebody. If you know a podcaster who maybe should have skipped an episode or maybe uh, a podcaster who's kind of struggling with getting started or needing some guidance in terms of how to approach 
producing a quality show and meeting a schedule, share this with them just so that they have that perspective. And then if you're looking for a little bit of assistance with your show, maybe you're looking for somebody to handle the editing and the audio production portion for you. Maybe you're looking to just sit down and have a chat with somebody about your show and what could be better. I'd love to help you with either of those. Visit toptieraudio.com to to connect with me there and set up a consultation. I'd love to be able to help you with that because I really do want to see your show succeed and to see you get better and better and better and better and to continually improve the quality of what you put out, make it special for your listeners, but also meet your production schedule as best you can. Thanks so much. Now go out there and make a great podcast.